What is up, everybody? I hope everyone is having a good day today or night, wherever you may be. Uh, I literally just recorded a whole podcast and I'm filming another one because why the fuck not? Um, I've got a bunch of questions that I asked on Instagram a couple days ago. I've written them down in my notes. I haven't written any answers. I'm just going to answer it as they come to my head because I think that's the most, most authentic way and challenge my thoughts a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm flying to New Zealand tomorrow morning, super early. I've got a couple hours of sleep ahead of me. Just finished packing up my bags and recording a podcast. Been in Bali for three weeks, uh, surfing, meditating, filming, getting my head right, getting the structure for my life down for the next six months to a year. I've been journaling, freaking my shit out, and just having a jolly good time. Um, But let's get straight into the questions. I want to answer about five. This probably won't be a long podcast, but we'll we'll see. Actually, before I start, I'm listening to a really good podcast today, uh, Joe Rogan and David Goggins. Really freaking awesome. If you don't know who David Goggins in is, look him up. And whenever you don't feel like going to the gym, I can assure you, if you listen to him, you will end up going to the gym. Or if you are doubtful and a bit unsure and apprehensive towards doing something, listen to him, and he will put your he'll put your mind into perspective about how much we can do as humans and how much mastering your mind uh, enhances your ability to do absolutely anything. And I think it's really freaking awesome to have that approach with life. Is just knowing that you can do anything if you just believe in yourself. Uh, but yeah, anyway, straight into a question. I, uh, my friend Rochelle Fox asked me this question um, because she is a meditation teacher and uh, she probably just wants to hear my answer. But she asked me, how has meditation helped your life and mental health? I started meditating last year um, at the end of quite a, not like a, like a dark time, like a dark, dark time, but a very long spaced out period of my life that I wasn't happy and had a lot of shit going on inside my own head that I couldn't figure out. I was severely bullied in school, so I fucking have all this trauma and I was seeing a psychologist and he diagnosed me with depression, anxiety and PTSD. Um, But I only went to a psychologist. I was going to a psychologist pretty much every day in school. And then in years 11 and 12, I went to a new school and it was kind of mellow then. Everyone's grown up, less of that shit. It was just like more online hate. Um, but then as soon as I left school, I was straight into life. Like I was straight into traveling and I had no time for myself to really figure it out. I was just rolling with the universe, rolling with the punches of whatever life was throwing at me. And it wasn't until about a year ago that I like, everything had kind of hit me. It was when I was, um, training for my Molokai race. And, um, every day I was thinking about how I can better mental health and other people and in, in, enhance the conversations about it and get rid of the negative stigma, stigma around, mental health and how people are scared to speak up. And then doing all that made me realize that, holy shit, like I'm scared to speak up. I'm scared to like face the facts of my shit going on. So I went to see a psychologist and, and as I said, diagnosed knows me that stuff. And after like eight sessions, he um, gave me a, a prescription for antidepressants and it was um, Lexapro. And it's weird. Like I'm... I don't, I don't believe in antidepressants. I believe that they can be helped as a short term, but I don't think, I don't think they should be used as a long-term thing. And no matter how like sad you are and, and no matter how, in, how much of a bad place you're in, you shouldn't be relying on a chemical that isn't released naturally in your brain to then give you happiness for the rest of your life. It's kind of like, it's, it's a dead end. It's a, a long road to, to nowhere. And eventually, if you get off them, you're going to feel like shit. Um, so I don't know if, if they're used as a band aid to then get you out of a bad place while simultaneously cutting the bad food off the table in your life, like stop drinking alcohol, all that shit that you know makes you less happy. 
it can be a good use. Um, anyway, so as soon as I got prescribed antidepressants, um, I had a very long conversation with my friend Chris Soul, who uh, is funny enough, Rochelle, who asked his questions, uh, boyfriend, and they've been dating for like eight years, and they're both meditation teachers in Bali, and they run an Instagram called Mindspo, and they teach the art of meditation, and like really positive, really positive vibes, great people too. Um, but I had a conversation with him, and he taught me how to meditate. Um, I had tried meditation a couple of years ago, but I'm so ADHD that I sucked at it. I couldn't sit still. I couldn't do it. I lasted five minutes and I was like, fuck this shit. Like I've got, I've, I've got no time for this. I've got places to be, blah, 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 blah. All these freaking excuses that your mind throws you. And then a year ago, I was like, frick it. Like I'm going to meditate every single day, 20 minutes. I've learned it. I'm making it a habit. I'm quitting alcohol. I'm quitting coffee. I'm going to focus on myself, get rid of some bad people in my life and just exercise a lot and get my shit together. Um, I also was doing the Wim Hof Iceman kind of breathing technique because it was winter back then. And that was a really good way. The natural serotonin release in the brain, very good way to start the day. It's like going to the gym. Um, yeah, so I started meditating every single day and then I went to Bali to do this meditation retreat, which is a week meditating twice a day, learning it all heavily, freaking love it. And a year later, I can certainly say that meditation has changed my freaking life. It's literally helped me become my own best friend because I'm sitting down for 20 minutes every single day analyzing my thoughts and like understanding the the uh kind of unwanted thoughts and the uninvited thoughts that come through my head you know on average humans have 50,000 to 70,000 thoughts per day and now that we have social media so many of those thoughts are just bullshit unnecessary stuff that have no necessity and placement in your life if you're trying to excel because your attention is everything. You're a product product of your own environment. So meditating for me is like, I'm sitting down and I'm saying my mantra, which is a word, and pretty much every time I catch myself thinking, I say this word, the mantra, and bring my thought back and bring my awareness back to the now, the present, and my thoughts, my control. Like, I am in control. So then I'm pretty much just becoming my my own thoughts and then learning to trust my intuition more and more because I understand what thoughts aren't actually mine. Um... I'm a huge medic. I'm a huge uh, advocate for meditation as it has re- really changed my life. I like. I have become my best friend, and that is the most important thing you can do. Um, I got a, a question. Next question is: Where do you want your music career to go? Uh, I want to headline the biggest festivals in the world, and I want to be known for my music worldwide. I want to be known for an artist. I want. I want to make videos that like will display my music and tell the best stories possible because I love the power of storytelling. It's a magical thing. It's a magical opportunity that we can do as humans to tell stories with the technology we have today and so many different fucking platforms. It's crazy. Like people wig out on paintings on the wall from um, our ancestors back in the day. Imagine what the future people are going to think of us if we use it right. God, I have not stopped. I need to freaking breathe. I haven't, like, breathed this whole time. Um, How do I stay authentic as a content creator? I think the most important, like, to sum it up real shortly is to document over create. So many people have so much pressure on themselves to, not only are they watching everyone else on Instagram, YouTube, and watching all their idols live their life and do their shit, and they're trying to somewhat copy and mimic them, um... People feel that they need to create shit out of nothing, which makes them slightly act, slightly like 
be someone they're not or just like put on a little bit of a switch. And I understand that when a camera's on, you do need to have a switch of just like trying to be you in the most energetic and positive way possible because joy reflects on camera and it makes the video a lot better. But I don't know, I just see a lot of shit on the internet with people that aren't themselves and it sucks because I know deep down that they're hurting and like they're putting up their videos and thinking that all these people like them for who they are when actually like they're second guessing their actions now because they're acting different on camera. And it's just like, it's not, it's not healthy to be someone you're not because like, what's the point? And once again, like that stuff is on the internet forever. That content is around forever. So if you're going to document your life, you want to document it properly. So I just think the easiest thing is to just document what you do, have fun, um, just film moments. Seriously, like so easy. I film so much shit on my phone. I don't even post it. I just like love watching shit. If I'm on a flight and I'm bored, I will go through my camera roll and I will get so, so much happiness out of watching the shit that I've done and been fortunate enough to do because I can. It's freaking insane. Um, here's a juicy one. Why don't I have a girlfriend currently? Um, the best way I can answer this question is it would be selfish for me to have a girlfriend right now. I, I just like, I'm always open to the fact of having a girlfriend. I'm not going to shut it out at all. Like I have fun. I go out and party, like hang out with chicks. Um, and I, I love like deep and meaningful connections. Don't get me wrong. I'm a very deep thinker and I love having deep conversations with, with people like, and like with women, I love having deep conversations. Um, but like, I'm at the, I'm at this point, I'm really trying to get my shit together. Like, for me to be the best boyfriend I could be, I need to have my shit together. And I need to have these next few years to really work on myself. And if something happens naturally, like the universe will speak to me. Like, I will know when it's right because it will feel right, but I'm not searching for anything right now. Because I, I just, it'd be selfish of me if I had a girlfriend right now and I'm off traveling the world and doing all this stuff and I'm off- offline for days here and there and I can't reply to texts. So I don't know. I just don't want to do that. But I'm open to it and whatever happens, happens. I tried to answer that, answer that as best as I could. Uh, uh, another one. Have I ever worked a normal job or is that a life lesson that you missed out on? Um, no, I, I did have a job. I had quite a few. I got my first job at 14. I worked in a cafe near my house. I was cleaning dishes. I was clean. I was a, I was a bitch. I was, I was doing all the shit jobs that no one wanted to do. I was the youngest. I was the youngest me in the, in the cafe. So they abused that. Um, no, really, it was really fun, but actually, no, it was fucking terrible. I hated it. It wasn't fun at all. I got told I had shit work ethic and that I need to figure my shit out. Um, and then my second job, I worked for a local rugby team with merchandise. So I was like during the week going into the, the merchandise shop and doing all the like coat hangers in the right place and sorting it out, getting, getting real OCD with that shit. And then on the weekends, I would go to the big football games and sell the merch. So I'd be at the cash register. And I don't know. I was, I think I was 16 then. Oh yeah, I was 16 then probably going into 17. And, um, I had really bad acne at that age and I just started getting on Rakuten. So working in a, a big public place and I had a slight following on Instagram. So I was, get, I, I, I was get, getting recognized when I was outside. So working behind a cash register, having freaking gnarliest pimples and knowing that people are watching you dressed as a freaking cash register. It, it's not the best feeling, but like, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. I was working, I was trying to get money and just trying to get myself in a better position financially. Uh, 
but yeah, I, I left that. I don't want to ever work for anyone else ever again. I am my own person. I'm my own boss. I am the master of my own fucking life. And I am going to continually build stuff on my own and with, with friends and like build with each other. I'm not going to get told what to do by someone else to, you know, it just, I don't know. It's my life. I think a lot of people forget that, uh, like we're mortal, we're going to die. And like when that day comes and we're going to die, are you going to literally tell yourself that you've lived the best life possible? Or are you going to tell yourself, oh fuck, like I just worked for 30 years for someone I don't even like and get shit money. I didn't get to do what I like. I'm living for this retirement stage, which is the the holy grail, which like, no, you got to freaking do what you love and work, have fun every single day, live in the moment. And I don't know, maybe I understand that everyone has their own timeline and like the best way to learn is figuring it out from internally because the answers are inside you. You just got to kind of look for them. But yeah, that's five questions. I can do more, but I actually should go to sleep because I have to wake up in a couple of hours. Um, but yeah, I am posting two podcasts in a month and I'm back in it. I'm back on the grind. I appreciate you guys subscribing, following me. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you should. Alex Hayes, A-L-E-X-H-A-Y-E-S. Uh, YouTube, I'm back on this content grind. I'm back on it. Consistency has been my biggest flaw and it's now my biggest uh, it's my biggest motive to be the best at consistency and have the best discipline because discipline is skill. Whoo! <laughs> anyway, I hope everybody has a great day slash night and uh, I will speak to you soon. And if you have anything you want me to talk about, email me, DM me, you know the drill. But yeah, peace.